Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. Welcome back. It's another beautiful week to be alive. It is a beautiful week to be alive. I don't know about you, Ella, but I woke up today just like feeling so good. I went on a little bit of like a bender this weekend accidentally, did not mean to do it. I just ended up doing a lot of fun things. And usually on like Monday after drinking for three days, I wake up, I'm stressed out. I know I have a lot to do. And for like, for some reason, I just woke up today and I was just like a beautiful Monday morning. And I don't know, I I don't know, I don't know what exactly it is about it, but I was very surpri- pleasantly surprised that I didn't wake up with raging anxiety. How are you feeling? I'm, you know what, I am feeling like I want to quit my job. No. Um, oh. <laughs> Word. No, I'm joking. <laughs> okay, so honestly, I had a, like a pretty fun weekend, like a pretty fun, chill weekend. You know, I did my marathon girly seven mile run, which is nuts. And I actually like feel pretty good today. Like usually when I run that long, I'm like dying, you know, but that I'm actually feeling good. But um, I went to a UW U of A basketball game and honestly had a ball. It was really freaking fun. Um, UW fans, lame. Ugh, worst sports fandom I've ever had in my entire life. I've literally gone to, I don't know, like 20 sports games in the last year worst fandom ever okay and this isn't coming from like an og hater i really don't care they were just no fun but i was talking mad shit because i was there for u of a um for shits and gigs and i had like a blast pissing people off it was fucking fabulous and then if everyone didn't listen to last week's episode about sneaky girls did you have you heard about this jeffree star business oh that he just came back with his whole oh no this is it that's dude he's he's come back and now there's already caught news he teased his nfl boyfriend okay just like a pick and a foot okay oh a sneaky girl a soft soft launch so she you know so he did like a little soft launch of his new boyfriend and me and this other girl i'm gonna give her props her name's for football girl anna me and her were literally like she was literally doing <laughs> geometry to figure out how tall this guy is because she was like, OK, so the plane is this tall. This the She literally was like uh, the length of the plane on this private jet. I found out what private jet he <laughs> charters. And then the angle of his knees means that he's this tall. And you can. And then I was like, OK, but his leg hair is light. And so just for shits and gigs, I'm going to say 100 percent. I know who it is. I'm not going to out anybody. I'm sure that he's going to go hard launch in a couple days because now we first saw foot. Now he posted today the back of the head. I think the front of the head is going to be days away. So when that happens, I'll let y'all know if I was right or if I was wrong. But I had so much fun being a little sneaky girl for once. (laughs) We got skills we don't even know we have. You know what I mean? You would think that a hand and a foot, you couldn't figure out who it was. Oh, that was too much information. There was a shoe in there. I maybe <laughs> creeped on like literally every dude of a certain race, height, and hair color of the NFL yesterday. And I found the shoes. Okay. He's Ooh. worn those shoes before. Of course. In another Instagram picture. Mm-hmm. Mm, Got him. I'm, I, I love this. I, I think honestly, you should, you should come up, out with your videos, girly, you know? 
you're doing you're doing detective work. Let let the world know. Let the world know. Y- yeah, you know maybe I should. I'm really missing out on a chance, but I had so much fun. Y- you know, I was not a sneaky girl uh, this weekend. I actually I had a good weekend. I was a little menace this weekend, but in a good way. Like I think I. I ended up like in good situations confronting a lot of issues, not issues, but like, I think I needed to have like conversations of moment or moments with people that I had a little friction with that I hadn't. And for some reason, it all came out this weekend. It just like, like it, 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 it did it to itself. On Friday, I saw this dude that I had some, I wouldn't say we had like beef beef, but we were we definitely had a tiff and I try to squash the beef because, you know, I think it's stupid when you're in the same space running into the same people and you're just like, oh, let's just squash it because it's stupid. So I tried to squash the beef. Turns out he had more uh, undercover beef. I honestly could not care less. Whatever. Uh, I tried tried my best to be a good person, drop it, whatever. Didn't work out. I think it's worse, but I don't Whatever. <laughs> And then on Saturday, I went to a show and my original plan kind of fell through and this whole like second plan kind of like transpired on its own. And then I ended up running into Lying Little Man, who I haven't seen in months. And, you know, I always thought, what will it be like when I run into him? You know, because you never know how you're going to act. And honestly, my first and only reaction was disgust. So thank fucking God uh, that transpired because it really showed me that I was just like kind of over the situation. I was just like, I can't believe can't believe I did that. And then at the same time, this other man (laughs) texted me trying to, you know, I don't know what he was trying to do, really, but it was stupid. And then I was just like, oh, my God. Once again, what's wrong with these men? I have no fucking idea. But then I also realized right there and then I also don't care about this other situation. It was a really freeing feeling. But then yesterday I let it out. I was like, you know what? Do I have any lingering thoughts, emotions that I just want to release? Yeah. Let's let it rip, baby. (laughs) And funny enough. Today, we are talking about the female rage. Female rage, baby. Female rage, baby. Should we get into the episode? Let's do it. rage i guess we're pro female rage in this we are yeah (laughs) i mean okay there are extremes but i i think like lately through some situations that have transpired it it was the first time in my life where i felt rage like genuine rage about a lot of different things and i just have to say let it out sister okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) if it's in your heart you gotta release it because if you can't keep it like that's the one thing about rage is like the thoughts are so loud and it just feels really icky it, it doesn't feel good yeah i was gonna say that bottling up anger and holding on to it's like not beneficial so you gotta figure out a way to release it out and let that anger show i think that like i used to be weary of being angry because i felt like it didn't really help to be angry because I feel like a lot of people and usually I'm honestly only angry at men. I'm going to be honest. Like there's very <laughs> few times that I'm like angry at women um, besides my mom. But that's like a whole different story. But 
it's just like I wouldn't be angry with guys because I felt like they would always like recoil. And so like I suppressed like an angry side of me for so long because it was like I felt it wasn't accepted and like it's not good. You can you're allowed to be angry. You are allowed to be angry. And I feel like there are many reasons to be angry. Honestly, I I do feel like there's a pull of on society to like not show anger or like show that you're like above it or something doesn't bother you. But I have decided that I'd be straight up screaming and letting out my aggression. We don't let it fester here, okay? That's it's bad for your body, I'm pretty sure, to hold that type of tension and negativity leads to disease. <laughs> and men are a leading cause, but I will say that there's also other big like issues and causes like that I get angry about, specifically like like police brutality makes me really fucking angry. You yeah. know, like acts of discrimination makes me really fucking angry. Like you could really get me fucking worked up. And I feel like as I was in college, kind of like studying a lot of like social justice movements. I became a little more equipped with how to handle those situations where it was rage, but it was also more, I guess, controlled because there's certain situations where you can or cannot show rage out of your own safety. Yeah. Um, You know, I honestly, I've been trying, you know, when they go low, we go high. We're not going high no more. We're going low, low to the flow, flow. (laughs) Yeah, because I got angry at this guy and... Because he was a fucking dumbass. And honestly, male stupidity, I find so... Because usually male stupidity is wrapped up with ignorance as well. And like they Mm -hmm. think they're the smartest person in the room and then they're fucking not. And I got real angry at him, you know? And I saw him the other day and it was like nothing happened, you know? It's whatever. Now he's (laughs) dating one of my friends. Who gives a fuck? Uh, Obviously. Sweet blessings. Yeah. Kiss, kiss. <laughs> kiss. As long as you don't like end up in jail, I think you're fine. I agree. I think some people have it coming. I <laughs> listen, like, there's so much that you can handle a situation with grace. Obviously, if you can do that, that's great. But like, there's people that just really fucking try you. And I think like, if your last step is to really like release that tension and say your piece, say your fucking piece, little mama, get it out. Yell at that motherfucker who has continuously done you dirty, who has continuously acted like a shitty human being. Let him know how you feel. If that's really going to make you feel better, at the end of the day, it's not about the other person anymore. The other person already said their piece, did their stuff. Okay, so worry about yourself. And if some some little things come out, they come out. I think usually there's like, I, I think like male rage is frowned upon, but it's like understood by society. It's like, oh, he's a man. Like, He's just angry. But like when it comes to women, they're like, you know what I mean? Like it's like women aren't allowed to be angry. They're they're supposed to like act with class and tact or whatever. No, fuck it. And then when they, they do act angry, they're called upon like we've talked about crazy, but not just crazy. Also like trashy. Yeah. And we see this in like popular media all the fucking time. Like Jersey Shore, Backgirls Club. Now, that's those are some female rage okay everyone got on britney spears for the whole umbrella incident that's like an infamous pop culture moment where she just lost it on the paparazzi but like if you think about it 
I'm surprised she didn't pop off on the paparazzi earlier than that. You know, could you imagine someone's literally following you to take every fucking, so they can get a picture of you looking, I don't know, a little disheveled, and then they sell it to somebody to say that you're freaking doing drugs or you're like, have gained weight or this, that, or the other. And the paparazzi say only bad things about you. And then that person finally snaps and it's like, oh my God, she's so unhinged. She's so crazy. It's like, um, no, not you, really. You were harassing her for yeah. years. So yeah, she snapped. I would too. <laughs> Literally, I would too. Another one watching back Jersey Shore. Now, I did not understand Sammy's uh, <laughs> behavior when I was 11, but I understand Sammy's behavior now. Oh, you yeah. know, poor Sa- that that and that bitch really stepped away. She really she really let out her female rage and then decided to be better. So we're we're Sammy fans over here, Sammy sweetheart fans. <laughs> I mean, could you? I mean, I couldn't even imagine. But like, could you imagine dating a fuck boy on live television? Like on, te- you know what I'm saying? Like, could you imagine? Like, I just couldn't. Like, I'm thinking of like all these dudes that I dated that were like in frats and like did me so fucking dirty. If that was like televised, oh my god! Like people would be like, she's crazy. I've okay. One of my favorite stories of like this is not my favorite story, but like I. This one time, this guy was like, my ex is so crazy. So, like, basically, I was dating her or whatever, and I just, like, wanted to hang out with the boys or whatever. So I told her that I was studying. <laughs> and then she came over to my frat, and, like, yeah, there were girls in my room, but, like, whatever. <laughs> then she threw my printer out the window. And I literally was like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I understand why she reacted the way that she did. Um, probably shouldn't have destroyed your property but like that's honestly a printer you got out easy 100 percent. and the thing is the thing about i will say rage is this you will do whatever you want to do but you do have to know that actions have consequences Mm -hmm. so if you're okay with the consequences of your actions send it send it fully home embrace the rage but you really gotta be smart with that because sometimes Sometimes it's a little bit of an overreaction um, to let out those feelings, that rage, those emotions. I'm always with the, it's, I think, a correct response. I I actually, on Friday, I got called like psycho. And I was like, oh, because I screenshotted a Snapchat? That seems a little like you're overreacting. Maybe you shouldn't have been chit-chatting on Snapchat. Like, it's supposed to delete 24 hours away. I wanted to keep it. How is that psycho? But okay, do that. I think that one of the aspects of female rage is like being confrontational. And that's something I had like a lot of trouble being growing up. Not anymore. Apparently, I'm I'm confrontational now. I <laughs> not shy away from confrontation. And I always admire like women who weren't afraid to get up in somebody's face. Yeah, it's yeah. not the norm. It's not the society norm of like what you're supposed to be doing. So it's like counterculture in a way to like be confrontational. Yeah. And I will say that, you know, if you dish it, you, you deal with it. I did call a girl a cunt. I did call a girly a cunt, but she did have it coming because, you know, we've talked about how we don't like it when <laughs> when women act stupid. It's the only time where women invigorate me. She just pretended not to know me, even though we've known each other for seven fucking years. We've had the same conversation about how we know each other for seven fucking years. So I called her a cut, okay? Didn't she ran a smear campaign against me for the whole bar so nobody would talk to me? Now, did she prove to be a cut? Yeah. 
But I think she did that one on her own. But I did know the second I did that, that there would be consequences. And when those consequences started to occur, I dealt with the consequences with grace because I realized I was nasty. And if other people are going to be nasty to me, I kind of did it to myself. You know what I mean? Accountability with rage. (laughs) Being called crazy is not fun, right? We don't like to be called crazy. But every time I've been called crazy, I feel like in retrospect, I feel totally whatever. The one time that I kind of female raged out on this guy and it (laughs) got kind of awkward was I, you know, I lost my shit on this guy. He should have fucking, he had it coming, right? But then I ended up being his landlord. And so our texts. (laughs) (laughs) And so our texts were like fucking hilarious because it was like the, the last text I sent him, like, Never fucking look at me, talk to me, nothing. You're kind of a piece of shit. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. And then the next text was like him sending me a photo of his burnt outlet and what should I do? And And I was like, I was like, lose my phone number. You can call my office phone if you need something from me. Funny how life does that. I know. Funny how life does do that. Uh, yeah. That's appropriate. I don't know why he would have been texting you in the first place. He should have dealt straight to maintenance. Literally, <laughs> that's what I said. But I will say, <laughs> I don't even want to admit this, but I did have a key to his apartment, right? And he did <laughs> me so dirty. I was like, God, it is taking a lot of self-control not to fucking go burn his apartment down you know like <laughs> arson straight to arson straight to arson. like arson i was like <laughs> and then you know what's funny is i i told his other ex because you know we're we're besties he had a type you know small yeah, brown they, whatever yeah, they, they uh, <laughs> so me and his ex his other ex were talking one time and she was like you know what you should do you should go into his apartment and take all of his shirts and pants and hem them like two inches and then put them back <laughs> so that he'll just all of his all of his clothes won't fit and he won't understand why. And I was like, bitch, if I could sew that fast, I would do it. Brilliant. That's brilliant. Wow. She she had thought about that one for years. Yeah. So, you know, he was a bad <laughs> dude, right? When he, like he has two exes conspiring against him. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. (laughs) Other moments with that female rage. There's honestly no better inspiration than rage sometimes. And I think, like, you can use rage for other things, not just unproductive things like yelling at dudes, you know? Um, I think you... I think you can use rage to fulfill your dreams and goals, baby. I And also, it's just, like, great motivation. There is no bit better gym motivation or, like, running motivation than when you think of something that you haven't quite worked out yet that makes you really fucking pissed. You're going to hit that PR. You're going to run that extra mile. Just fuel it with that and let that kind of, like, in that way, get it out. You're expressing it, but, like, in, an, in a productive way rather than, like, a, an unproductive way. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely use rage to, like, push ya. And uh, one of my favorite stories is by Barbara from Shark Tank. I don't know if you know her life story, but she basically was married, and then he left her for his secretary and was like, you're not going to be anything in this town. You're nothing without me. 
And then she basically raised enough money, started hustling to get office space in the building. And he was like, you're so pathetic for coming back here and trying to stalk me. And she was like, no, nah, I actually rented out the top floors of this building for my business. So nice to see ya. And she always said that that just rage to like make something of herself came from him saying, you aren't going to be anything. So use it to fuel your dreams if you have to. Repurpose that anger. But still feel free to also let it rip out on a dude. Stand up for yourself, bitch. Sometimes that's really what it is about. Standing up for yourself. A good confrontation never hurt nobody. Well, a productive confrontation. <laughs> Make sure you're safe. You're a safe space. You know, and honestly, if there's someone that you would like to confront, but maybe it is like not even not safe, but maybe not productive or not safe to do. Bro, writing a rage letter and then lighting it on fire is so cathartic. Okay. Like writing a letter you're never gonna send, but just say all the all the fucking hate and rage that you have written out on a piece of paper and then go light it on fire. Be safe, you know, only you can stop forest fires. But I'm being honest. I literally wrote a letter to my ex and lit it on fire and just watch that watch that motherfucker burn. And um it was really cathartic. That's good. I'm glad. Yeah. I yeah, I used to have a lot of rage surrounding a situation and I, I wrote a lot about it. Writing really does help you express yourself and your feelings. And sometimes even reading it back months later, you're like, wow, those were a lot of emotions I'm no longer feeling. And that also feels really good. But I feel like in one situation, I had some lingering thoughts because it was somebody that like didn't apologize to me. And I'm not used to that. Like most people that have done me dirty usually apologize. So this one was a little different. And I think I held on to the anger and the anger fester the longer it went without being talked about or acknowledged that like, damn, you can't acknowledge that you hurt my fucking feelings. Interesting. Okay, whatever. So Recently, I was given the opportunity to uh, to let it out because I wasn't going to reach out to somebody that hurt my feelings to ask for an apology, but they decided to do that to themselves. So I was like, perfect. This is my moment. This is I'm going to say my piece and I'm going to be fucking done with it. And when I tell you, like, no one has ever told me that I needed to grow up before, like out of all the relationships I've been in, out of all the my friendships, I usually don't get told like I'm immature in like my feelings or the way like I navigate my emotions. So I was just like, oh, my God, this man's really trying to comfort me. And I didn't do anything. So anyways, I let it rip. And honestly, I didn't do it when the intent of anything. I feel like sometimes you want to show emotion to like show somebody that you care. I wanted to show emotion to show I, I give no fucks no more, bitch. But you're a bitch. <laughs> you know, I love that. And honestly, <laughs> I will say, though, that there's this thing that um, I kind of realized because I, I don't know. I just was thinking about UW's like the only school I didn't get into. And I was thinking about the day like I literally just was remembering the day that I learned I didn't get in there and I remember how angry I was on that day but now like legitimately 10 years later it doesn't fucking matter at all like it really doesn't uh so I mean I think sometimes like it's good to just let it out and release it because like you can hold on to anger for fucking years if you don't let it go you know you can like hold on to resentments and anger for so long if you don't like just let it out so and then you know if you hold on to it for so long it's like the anger becomes like you get I don't know it, it just builds up in your body over time yes. 
really does. And if you're upset or angry about societal things, things you don't feel like you can necessarily fix or impact, I would say using that rage to fuel your education about a topic is also powerful. And once you're educated about a topic, you can probably find community and avenues in which ways that you can get involved and fuel that rage into something really, really productive because there's still a lot of work to be done within society. And there, there are things that feel like they're not tangible, but it, it is important that if, if something upsets you, use that productively. Yeah. And I mean, also to that point, it makes educating other people a lot easier when you're really educated on a topic. Like yeah. for me, like I feel like there has, I've put a lot of time and investment into educating myself about a lot honestly a lot of shit but just racism in, in particular that I feel like I'm at the point that I can really either communicate with someone to to the point where they're at my level or I just know that they're a lost cause you know and I know that there's nothing that I could have done to like pull them out of their own thinking you know like it wasn't like my lack of communication to them that kept them in a like sunk spot it's just because they choose to be there. Um, so I think that's kind of cathartic as well. Is that like, oh man, I tried the best that I could. Yeah, it is. Different there's there's different fucking types of rages for different people. Okay. I will say some people really fucking bring it out of you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And to those, stay away from them. Let it let it be your one moment. I will say like female rage is beautiful, but if it pretends to like a dude or a specific group of people that you know like are just like a piece of shit to be completely just like transparent honest with you have that moment let it out and then let it fucking go because it's if that thing is pertaining and you keep surrounding it and it keeps triggering you and making you angry again and again and again like that's just not worth our vibes our energy like you just need a different fucking environment and Mm -hmm. sometimes that sucks because it might be you're in a group of people you have a group of friends and they just happen to be there So every time that you see those people, you end up getting triggered. Well, sucks to suck, but you can either deal with it or if you see that you're unhappy, find a new set of people to hang out with. People that understand and will value like your boundaries. You know what I mean? Because usually people are in the know. Like when somebody does something wrong to you, people usually fucking know that somebody did something wrong. So if... For the sake of a group, you are trying to calm down, I guess, or like not show your emotions for the peace of everybody else. Fuck that. Just go find a new fucking group of people. Yeah, I know that seems like easier said than done. But like, to be completely honest, I think this was like more common in college where I felt like there were there were some bad apples. Why don't I just put it like that? There are some bad fucking apples. And you realize that, like, when people are defending bad behavior, they're kind of participating in it and giving it a stamp of approval. And, like, if that's what you want to be around, cool. But I'm just saying, like, if someone shows you that they're on team dude who did you super fucking dirty and is a shithead human being, then you just have to accept that and move on because it sucks that that is true. But, like, I've had situations where it's just, like, you know, we, I thought we were all friends and then things go south and it's like, oh no, those are really your friends because no one is comforting me. No one is saying, Hey, he's a, he's a super bad guy. And like, you should, I'm not friends with him anymore. They never do that. 
or standing up for you when they know that they're the ones who are shitty. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I definitely know dudes who have stood up for me in situations. So those are people I still have in my life. But I've had dudes that are like, oh, yeah, well, fuck her then, you know, when <laughs> it no, and it feels awful. It really does feel one when you feel like those people were your friends. I I've been thinking a lot about like in our college town. There were a lot of women that were sexually assaulted and Mm -hmm. the response of the fraternity was to blackball them from the fraternity. So essentially that means you got raped at a fraternity by one of our brothers. You can no longer come here. You're not welcome here. Can you imagine how fucking terrible that feels that your entire group of homies just fucking told you that you can't hang out like you're not welcomed because one of their friends did something to you? You know, I think about this situation a lot and like obviously like when people are like, oh, what's your beef with <laughs> with Greek life? I don't like to tell this story because it seems like such an extreme, but like not to say that this situation happened several times during <laughs> my time at college. I had to deal with the brunt of it because I was social chair. So literally people would tell me to tell people that they were blackballed because of things that went down. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like you, and we would have fucking meetings about this shit. And literally it's traumatizing. And you can probably hear it in my voice that I like, I'm upset about it because it's something I think about, but I'm so upset with like, I mean, I don't know if we really want to talk about this right now, but the thing about like with Andrew Callahan and stuff like that, it's just like, I know a thousand people like that. I know lots of men that have really bad behavior and it gets me very, very angry. And what are you going to do besides like be angry? But you can educate the men around you who say they're the good ones so that they don't stand by that type of behavior. I agree. And um, if you don't know the Andrew Callahan thing, it's public fucking knowledge. I don't know if I'm going to say it. We, uh, He grew up in Seattle. We grew up around the same time, went to the same social gatherings through high school. He started a TV show, All Gas, No Breaks. He has an HBO special. Uh, he, he sexually assaulted like a bunch of fucking people. <laughs> A lot of women throughout the years and it's nothing new. Like he's obviously started in high school and his group of friends, like literally I'm telling you, like if it was a group of eight people, five of those people have been like women beaters. Like one dude beat the shit out of his girlfriend. Another dude was like sexually assaulting a bunch of girls in high school. So like, I don't know, sometimes it's like your posse just like really reflects like who you are. So like, if two out of the five guys that you hang out with are shitty fucking people, it's probably all five. Yeah. So, yeah, there are a lot of things to be fucking angry about, to be completely honest with you. So it's okay to be feel angry and mm-hmm. don't feel like you need to fucking tame your your rage because somebody tells you that that's not cute. Like, cute girls don't fucking decide to one day lose it. Snap if you need to snap. Obviously, like, still prioritize yourself, right? Prioritize your safety. Prioritize your future. Make sure that what you're doing, you're just okay. Like, you're okay with the repercussions of your actions because there is no one and nothing that's worth you losing your safety or your sanity or your freedom, okay? Because some people do be snapping and end up in jail. So be smart. (laughs) No, literally. Like... (laughs) Like, destroying property can, like, that song by Carrie Underwood. Like, she would do, like, five to ten years for that. Yeah. One hundred percent, okay? We love that song, but, like, she would have done time. Don't take the keys to his car. No. Don't do it. Don't do it. 
don't be petty other ways. Do what you need to do. You know what I mean? And I'll, I'll tell, I'm always telling you guys, men have no sense of loyalty. Okay. That, that's it. You want to hit up 10 of his homies, hit up 10 of his homies. Do it. <laughs> Whatever's going to make you feel better and let you sleep Whatever's a little easier at night. You feel better. <laughs> no, I will say that doesn't always feel better. Sometimes you succeed at that. I will say one time a dude did me the dirtiest of the dirty. I slept with his roommate. But then <laughs> that ended up badly. It ended yeah. really poorly. Like yeah. I literally can't explain how badly that went. Like I like I got so much fucking hate from like a hundred men for this whole situation when he was the one in the wrong. So don't do like, you know, too don't go so vindictive that you end up being the one that's in trouble, you know? You can't trump what they did, right? And sometimes taking the high road, like in the long run, but like it's it does feel good to know that you dealt with a situation the best of your fucking abilities. But sometimes the best of your abilities is just to let it fucking out, and it might not be in the most productive way here and there, and that's okay. We're and that's all fucking fine. It. We're working on it. I'm getting a ticket to the rage room because actually, I'm honest. I think seeing my peas really released me. I think I'm done with my angry face. Thank God. Good. But it was, I kind of liked her. She was edgy, you know, like something about it was like, it was giving like, yeah, yeah, it was different. Like not a lot of people liked me at the time, but like, I was okay with it. I was like, yeah, that's right. I'm going to say what I think. I'm going to own it. And if we want to fight about it, we can fight about it. We can fight about it. (laughs) Now, was it the most productive thing ever? No. Did I handle every situation with grace? No. But I'm kind of glad I now have that in my pocket because now I feel like ready for confrontation without necessarily like going out of my way to be confrontational. Just like, you know, responding a little different. Don't come for me because I will respond maybe not the best. (laughs) Hey, man, it's good that people know that about you, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes sometimes when you deal with things with grace and class and all that again and again and again, people think that you are always going to react that way. So they keep doing shit to you. They like take your kindness, your niceness for fucking granted. So switch it up on a hoe here and there, you know? You know, I'm going to be honest. I literally feel like being nice to people is over fucking rated like being i mean i'm a very nice cool person i will say that but i've been so too cool so many fucking times and this one dude i was just like oh i was too cool with you so then you stepped over the fucking line and then when i raged out on him he was like surprised he was shocked he's like i don't know where this is coming from you're usually such a cool down to earth person. And it's like, actually, I'm fucking not. I'm an angry bitch, but I was just acting cool. Like you and, cheating yeah. on me wasn't upsetting me. I don't know why. And it's not just like relationship. It can also be your friends. Your friends can piss you the fuck off. And it's okay if they piss you the fuck off. Like you responding. I would say with friendships, I if I know somebody's going to be in my life, I respect with a lot more care than I do with somebody that I want out of my life, obviously. Yeah. But you are allowed to be angry at your friends and you should find the best way to communicate that with them. But I would say, like, I feel like we're sometimes so scared to lose, like, a friendship that when they do something that upsets us, we don't know how to maybe communicate that they've upset us without it turning into something bigger, right? So I think normalize fucking calling your friends out. Hey, what you did really fucking upset me, and I'm actually really angry at you. Like, don't fucking do it again. Like, And if that's a good friend and they see that it actually affected you, they will not do it again. Speaking about your boundaries to your friends constantly and addressing it the second that it comes up, I, I think has been like the best thing that I've, I've learned as I've gotten older. Because I let 
so many things that bother me about my friends slide, slide, slide up until the point where I was like, I don't even like this person anymore. But part of that was my fault because I never commute because I let them step all over me. You know, like I didn't communicate how their, their actions made me feel. So they just normalized that that's how they were going to treat me. I mean, it's it's so it's it's really hard to tell people like I'm upset, but I think that if you come from a constructive place and not a place of anger when it comes to friends, I think mm-hmm. it can be really beneficial, like a yeah. constructive place of not like you're angry and I'm angry and I'm just or like you made me angry. So I'm angry. But like this is what made me upset. And this is what I would like as a resolution to this period. And if they do it again, cut them. And if you for some reason stayed in it and it starts to make you angry, that's when people start fighting and they start saying really nasty things to each other. And if you start getting nasty with somebody, you you have lost respect for that person. Maybe you need to move on. Yeah, that's a hard life lesson. It is. But in conclusion, normalize female rage. We're all angry. Getting green. Yeah, we are. And it's okay. It's- we'll work it out. <laughs> yeah, and there's that Yoda saying, like, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering, you know, where it's like, it's not good to just hold on to resentments towards other people. So say your piece so that's out in the world and not just festering in your body. Snaps to that. Plugs of the week. All right. So my plug of the week is actually going to be the Cincinnati Public Library. They have a really funny TikTok, <laughs> like, hilarious. Um, and it's a. And so it's just a bunch of librarians making funny TikToks. So honestly, go give them some love. It's at uh, Cincy Library on TikTok and Instagram. Okay, my plug of the week goes to uh, Brooklyn Karkasak on TikTok. It's uh, the word Brooklyn and then K-A-R-A-Sack. And um, she makes like festival wear, but she also like actually teaches you like how to work with materials and how to make do your own like thrift flips, etc. So if you're into sewing DIY projects and you want to start making your own little clothes or projects, definitely give her a follow. She makes really fun clothes. So I think it'll be a good place to get some inspo. Those are the plugs of the week. All right. That's the episode for today. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. For our new listeners, we always have new listeners, so that's always amazing. Welcome. Um, Please go subscribe on whatever listening platform. Please go follow our social medias, TikTok and Instagram. We're on Instagram at things number four, your concern. My personal Instagram and TikTok, it's Berenice DSM. And I'm at LLTutor. Bye. See ya. Bye.